0: Praise God. Praise the Lord. Everybody I want to thank you for tuning in tonight for this special night. I thank and praise God for this day. For the Bible says that this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I am so excited tonight. I I I had I was I was telling um uh this uh this woman of God the other night, I call her my 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 spiritual mom. So my mom is home tonight. Mm-hmm. So I want y'all to to uh, kick y'all shoes off uh, because my mom is ministering tonight, and she's going to share a word from God tonight. I think and praise God for her so much, man. She's been in my life. I've known this woman of God for probably I want to say for over twenty something years now. It's been a it's been that long. I never really realized it, but it's been it's been a while. And I think and praise God for her. Uh, being in my life and encouraging me in the times uh, where I needed encouragement and pulled my coat collar, you know, uh, you know how when you when you when you're in church you get that little church pinch. Sometimes she had to give me that church pinch, and 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 kind of she didn't really she didn't say it, but out of her mouth. But I had to have that 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 church pinch to like wake up, snap out of it. You're going you to make it. You're going to live. And I thank and praise God for her for pulling my collar and, and, and for that church bench. So um, tonight, we have a special woman of God by the name of Reverend uh, Barbara Williams. Um, she is an ordained minister who stands in the offices of prophet and teacher. She's also the president and founder of the Ministry of the Watchmen International. There's two groups of Watchmen in Cleveland and Detroit. She teaches life in the spirit and supernatural living. The the healing gifts operate in her ministry and she teaches healing schools and miracle services in Cleveland, Ohio, Detroit, Michigan, and Sandusky, Ohio. So this woman of God is, is, is skilled. She's not Um, she's not a stranger to the huddle. I thank and praise God for her again. So before she comes, I'm going to open up with a word of prayer. And after I pray, I'm going to unmute her and, and, um, allow God to use her, um, as he will. So father, in Jesus name, we just thank you. We just praise you. We just honor you. We just give you praise. Father, you are my praise and your praise shall continuously to be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. So, Father, tonight we are going to exalt your name. We're not going to exalt sickness or exalt diseases or exalt the problems tonight, but we exalt you tonight. You are bigger, O Lord, and we thank you for your words. If I be lifted up from the earth, that I will draw all men unto myself. So, Father, tonight we lift you up and we pray and believe that you're going to draw, that you're going to do the drawing. And we thank you and praise you and honor you and magnify you. We glorify you. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Come on, we worship you. We adore you. We magnify you. We thank you for this day, for this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. So, Lord, we love you. We bless you. We honor you. You're worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Your name is to be praised. Father, we just love you and honor you. We we magnify you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless your holy name. So, Father, tonight we say, "Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered." We rebuke anything that's trying to to pull us or distract us tonight. We pray tonight in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, that you will loose, that you will loose. Somebody who will be loose tonight, loose from sickness and and infirmity tonight, that somebody will be healed, that somebody will be set free tonight, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you, and we love you, and we honor you, and we adore you, and we give your name all the praise, it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Come on, wherever you are, whatever state you're in, whatever place you are living in, you're in your living room, your dining room, you're in the kitchen, come on, lift your hands and give God a worthy praise. Come on, let's worship Him, let's worship the King, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Lift up your heads, oh ye gates, and be ye, lift up your everlasting doors, and let the King of glory come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. He's the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, oh ye gates, and be ye, lift up you everlasting doors. And let the King of glory come in. Come on, wherever you are, come on, lift your hands, lift your hands, lift those hands, lift those hands, hallelujah. He's worthy. Come on, lift those hands. Lift those hands. Lift those hands. Lift those hands. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We surrender to you tonight. Hallelujah. We surrender. We surrender. We surrender. We surrender. I give you me. I give you all of me. I surrender. I give you my hands. My hands have been purchased by the blood. I give you my mouth. My mouth has been purchased by the blood. I give you my body. I give you my my body. I present my body unto you, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable in your sight, which is my reasonable service. And I pray that we won't be conformed to this world, but we're transformed by the renewing of our minds, that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. We thank you tonight. We love you. It is in God's will that God wants us well. That God wants us whole hallelujah hallelujah we thank you tonight we love you Lord we bless you we give you praise we give you praises in Jesus Christ's name that we pray amen amen and amen come on if you're listening if you're doubting you're tuned in you're called in if you you're listening by the way of uh blog talk radio by the way the internet come on share this share this the woman, that my mom is here. My mom is here she's here and she's going to be ministering tonight. And I'm about to unmute her now. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Welcome to the huddle, woman of God. Woman-
1: Good morning, afternoon, sorry, what did I say? I <laughs> it's a habit, well, you it's a habit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good evening, I, I've been evening. waiting all day to get to this point, I was uh,
0: oh, yeah.
1: anticipating to be able to share the word with everybody tonight, and I'm excited to, always excited to share the word of God and to uh, bless him by blessing his people and um, just, you know, encouraging one another and strengthening one another, imparting knowledge and revelation and all of those things. So I'm looking forward to it, and um, I believe in God for big things. I always believe that his word won't come back and say, I couldn't do what you sent me out to do. So I believe his word will bear fruit tonight. I believe people will be healed. I believe people will be strengthened. I believe people will get closer to the total manifestation of their healing uh, after the Word than before. The Word always brings uh, itself to pass. So uh, faith comes by hearing the Word, and the Word of God is medicine. So we get a twofold return when we uh, listen to the Word of God. So um, if, if we're ready, if you're ready, I'm ready, I'm uh, Ready to we're, get started? We're, we're
0: ready. We're ready. All
1: right, praise God. Amen. 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 Well, tonight I wanted to talk. I thought I'd talk about the fact that um uh, uh he began to amend in that hour. Uh and that's a quote from Oh boy, here's my dog. Hang on one second. <laughs> I'm gonna have to separate from her. I'm gonna leave her right in I thought I could could uh let her stay in here, but as long as I'm in here, she's going to beg for food, so she's going to have to <laughs> beg on her own. All right, Ms. Mm-hmm. Coco. you blew it, so yeah, I'll just close <laughs> the door and let us continue. Sorry about that. Sometimes, no, she, has a offering, sometimes she doesn't, so <laughs> it's <laughs> a female dog, if that means anything, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is a quote from uh, John chapter 4, and if uh, anybody's looking uh, on their Bible wants to turn to that, John chapter 4, and starting really in verse 46, and uh, this is kind of a familiar passage. I know we've all, anybody who's been uh, seeking healing and studying healing has gone over this passage before, and uh, I've taught this probably about two years ago and uh from it uh we made a t-shirt. Sometimes my uh associates and associate pastors and and people in the watchmen will say, We gotta make a t-shirt out of that. <laughs> so we did. But um really the essence of this is is that from the minute you believe the word, your healing begins. And and I think people need to really accept that and focus in on it and meditate. You know, really think about that. You know, think about the fact that I just listened to the word today or I just read my scripture today and I'm being healed right now. The minute you receive that word, you put your faith and your confidence in that word, you begin to be healed. You begin to get better. Healing begins to work in your body. It begins to work in your soul, and so um, I thought we would just study this out a little bit tonight, and uh, to to help us to get confidence in the fact that you are being healed right now. Like it's you're not waiting on anything to take place. You're not waiting. Um, this isn't about waiting. Healing is faith is now. Whenever you put faith in the word, it's it, there's a transaction in the spirit that is immediate. And if you'll hold on to your faith, that will increase and it will grow. And so uh, we have this example here in John chapter 4. We're starting in verse 46. And it says here, so Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman, whose son was sick at Capernaum. So Capernaum's in a different city than where this gentleman is, but he's made his way to Jesus. And this is what's important. If you think about it, whenever you make your way to the word, you're home safe. You you understand what I'm saying? You've made it. So open your Bible daily. Uh, Study the word daily. Meditate on the word. Speak it to yourself. Speak it over yourself. And, and spend a goodly amount of time just uh, making that word uh, real and and giving your your body and your soul the benefit of the health that, that comes from the word so he's made it to Jesus so that you know the, the pressures off now he' he's made it to the man of God Jesus represents the word everywhere that he is he represents the word so he was there and his, his son was sick at Capernaum. And when he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, because his son was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. And the noble said to him, sir, come down because my son is about to die. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your son is alive. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken to him and went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, your son's alive. And then he inquired of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said to him, yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. And so the father knew that it was at the same hour. In which Jesus said to him, "Your son liveth." That he and he believed that in his whole house. This again is the second miracle that Jesus did when he was come out of Judea into Galilee. So what I want to talk about here is is that there is a a place where God expects us to take him at his word, without seeing anything, without seeing any little sign of life, any manifestation that word of God has enough faith and enough power on it to convince us of what it is telling us. If it's a healing word, there's enough faith on that to convince us that we are healed. If it's a word of of, uh, family reconciliation or you're praying for your children to to serve God and and, and, uh, that they will serve him with their whole hearts, there's enough faith on that word for you to believe that wholeheartedly without doubting, without wavering. And so the minute you you uh, combine your faith with God's word, that word begins to manifest whatever it is that that, uh, that word is speaking. So Jesus has several things in mind. You know, in these stories where we read where people get healed or get a miracle, there are several things going on in the story at one time. Um, Many times Jesus is doing things to convince the crowd that's gathered around. Just like when we preach to a crowd, you know, sometimes we don't uh, associate what we do with what he did, but it's all very similar and all the same thing. So when we preach to a, a congregation of people, we're preaching to the benefit of everybody that's out there, not just that one person that might be singled out or that one person that came for something and they got their breakthrough or whatever. But the whole multitude is there to benefit from the teaching and from the example that Jesus gives. And so this was the same place where Jesus had performed a miracle. And it's kind of interesting when people have been present when God does something uh, spectacular, like that miracle where he turned the water into wine. That begins to develop, I think, maybe a uh, a desire in people's hearts to see more, but it kind of transfers their faith from the invisible to the visible. And Jesus has to correct that. That's why this whole situation comes up, because he accuses the people there, and rightfully so, because he's doing it by revelation. He knows by the Holy Spirit that these people got excited about that last miracle, that they're here to see more. Uh, This is a spectator thing. And so he has to get these people from the level of spectating over into the level of believing, because if we don't believe, for things we need personally, they won't happen for us. It's like if you go to the the uh, store and you order groceries and you give them anybody's address to deliver them to, they won't come to your house. So if you want the things of God, you must invest your own faith in his word. It's He's got to have an address to deliver your answer to or deliver your miracle to. And so that's why we must believe for ourselves. There there's without faith it's impossible to please God. And I know many times we feel like we're believing the best we can and I don't know what else to do and and you know it. why isn't it here yet? And when is it gonna come? And I'm doing the best I can. But but if if God is God then he has the right to call the shots as far as your level of faith is concerned, or whatever needs to be accomplished so that you can receive your miracle. And so I think it's it's um, something that we have to accept about how God does things. Uh, he does things after the counsel of his own will. I know he's a just God. Uh, he's a loving God, and he's a merciful God. So if you mix that all together, uh, your waiting is never in vain, and you're not waiting just to be waiting. You know, I mean, God's not holding you back from your miracle just because he wants to see you spend more time doing certain things. Whatever time you have to spend uh, building building the word, meditating on the word, speaking the word, listening to the word, reading the word, it's necessary so that you can receive what it is that you need from God. So faith continually comes to us. Faith has to be placed in what we cannot see instead of what we can see. And many times we'll find ourselves kind of wanting to see something or want God give me a sign or uh, give me some indication that I'm on the right track. And And sometimes you just have to leave it at believing the raw word. Your word says it that's it. That's all I need. All I need is your word, Lord. I need your word. And so I have your word on that, and I'm going to continue to hold on to your word and until it comes to pass. And and that's how, how faith is done. So Jesus has to get this, this group of people at Cana. He has to get them off the spectacular and on to believing him and taking him at his word. And, and so this is a correction that sometimes has to be done uh, in our lives uh, with God. Sometimes we see other people uh, receiving their healing or, or you know, symptoms start to um, diminish uh, and they eventually go away. And, and so we begin to look at that and, and think, well, where is mine? When is mine coming? Uh, what am I doing wrong? That's the first thing we want to start is, doing is accusing ourselves of, of not measuring up somehow. But your faith always causes you to measure up. I mean, that's your measure up right there. And and just ask yourself, do I really believe God or don't I? Well yes, I believe God. I am healed. By his stripes I'm healed. And and you sometimes you just have to talk to yourself and bring yourself back into the realm of the spirit where where your faith is strong again. And so this is the the um, the good fight of faith, this is the wrestling, this is the warfare um, uh and and this is the conversion where your soul actually has to stop questioning when, where, why, and how and and has to be fully persuaded uh that what God has promised he's able to perform so this man goes up to jesus and and asks him uh, uh to come with him. And heal his son. And Jesus said, unless you see signs and wonders, you won't believe. So he knows that this man has something in his mind already that's that he believes is going to happen, and he believes it's gotta happen this way in order for his son to be healed. And oftentimes God has to break us up of that way of thinking. Um he always comes a different way. I mean, this happens so many times in my life. It's just unreal, I think. But there are so many different strategies that he has to affect our healing. One of the reasons I think he changes strategies or changes um, uh, his demand on our faith is because he is the author and finisher of our faith. He has to develop our faith um, in the way that that He knows it's necessary so that we can accomplish everything that we're wanting to do. Uh, For instance, if you're given a ministry and you're you're given uh, people that God wants you to preach to and minister to and teach the word and lay hands on them and and impart the power of God, all those kinds of things that we we do in ministry, um, Jesus has to develop your faith so that it's it's able to do all of those things. And so we can't allow our faith to stay at a certain level or keep a certain expectation of how God is going to do things uh, all of the time because we don't know what our ministry will evolve into eventually. We don't know what's up ahead. We don't know what's going to be required for ministry or for just everyday living. You know, there's some... Things that we need to do uh, just in living every day, uh, that that require us to strengthen our faith. And only God knows how that's gonna happen. Only Jesus, He's the one in charge of that. And so once we understand and accept that, that there's more going on here than just us getting our healing are getting our answer are getting our breakthrough there's more going on there's there's always I always tell people there are two aspects to every every prayer that we pray there's a personal aspect something that you will gain personally from it then there's the kingdom aspect of it something that's going to have to advance God's kingdom he's doing something for the sake of the kingdom uh, um Increasing, growing, strengthening, uh, being more powerful in the earth, uh, the kingdom manifesting more uh, in signs and wonders and, and healings and things of that nature. So there's more going on here than we know. Uh, there's a lot more going on here. Uh, I remember uh, Brother Normal Hayes gave a testimony about this young girl who um, had had she was born with a, a cerebral palsy, uh, and uh, she and her mother, her mother was very faithful in the church and uh, always prayed for for God to heal her. <clears throat> and they would say, uh, the little girl would tell anybody who would listen, "Oh, Jesus is going to come here uh, and heal me. Uh, you know, he, he's he's going to heal my my whole body." And one day she told her mother, she said, Well, mother, why don't you you might as well buy me a dress so I could go to church for when Jesus heals me. And this this went on for I don't know, she she started out as a small child believing God, or she and her mother. And uh it went on until she was about twelve or thirteen years old. And when she was that age, um she and her mother testified that one day they were sitting in her bedroom and looking at her dress that was always hung on the closet door, and a, a small cloud appeared in the room, and the cloud got bigger and bigger and bigger, and Jesus stepped out of that cloud. And he was at a distance from the little girl, and she was reaching her hands out. She said, Jesus, just come a little bit closer. I want to touch you. And he came closer, and she she touched him, and every bone in her body began to stretch. Uh, Muscles began to stretch. She was able to stand upright, perfectly healed. Uh, That next Sunday, she put that dress on and went to church. And they say people drove for miles around, cars were lined up to get into that church to hear her testimony about how God had healed her. And Jesus said when he stepped out of that cloud, he told her and her mother, he said, I have come for your faith. He also told her, he said, I have waited until she got old enough that she could share her testimony. So there is sometimes waiting involved. For a higher purpose, and God will let you know that. But in the meantime, He always encourages our faith. He never lets you sit on the sideline and be discouraged about what what's going to happen to you or whether or not you're going to get totally healed, whether you're going to get your your miracle that you want. Um, he always encourages us in our faith, and and this little girl was encouraged all the time. People who knew her, said that they thought she was just making everything up, but she was so convinced, her faith convinced her that that Jesus was going to come one day and heal her. And he certainly showed up. It happened just the way she said. And so when we get these understandings on the inside of us about God's power and how he wants to manifest his power and how he wants to uh, help us and and, uh, and heal us and all of these things. We have to hold on to those things because um, it, it's it's what he expects us to do. There's a, a, a deeper reason sometimes. There's a greater purpose all the time uh, for us to be able to um, uh, just just hold on to what we're we're believing for and trust him in the process. Uh, faith is really about trust uh, a great deal. Do we trust that God will do what he says he's going to do? Do we trust that? And so if we do trust it, then we'll continue to hold on to what God is telling us he's going to do, and and we'll see it come to pass. It's It's all about holding on and trusting him and getting to that point. So anyway, in our story here, uh, Jesus talks to this man. The man comes and says, "I want you to come and lay hands on my son, and and he will be healed." And what what this man is saying here is what Jesus is is understanding him to say. And Jesus' understanding is always correct. Uh, Jesus is interpreting what this man's saying is. I need to see you do something so that. I can believe my son will get better. I want you to come and do something so that he can get better. And Jesus doesn't like that level of faith. He kind of lets him know. He said, no, nah, that's really not, not the way to approach this. This is not the way to get your miracle. Because he tells him in verse 48, he says, if, except you see signs and wonders, you won't believe. So what Jesus is saying here is you're trying to get your your boy healed by sight and not by faith. And so Jesus has to put him on faith instead of sight. And so many times we are sight people and God wants to put us as faith people 100%. And, And sometimes that's what's happening in our lives. We're expecting when we say we're expecting our miracle, often what we're saying to us is I expect to see something
0: tomorrow
1: and and are you really believing you'll see it or are you expecting it so you can believe then? And it's a real kind of delicate balance, but you can correct that by Putting yourself back in the word and, and focusing in on the word. and Yes, I am healed. And, and and yes, by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. And God has healed me. And and there's no doubt about it in my mind. And, and oftentimes, we'll find ourselves drifting like this man did. He wanted to see Jesus come and do something. And then he would believe. So he's like, well, you come with me. You get to do all the work. And all I do is sit back and spectate. And that's why Jesus told him, You won't believe unless you see something. And so the nobleman said to him, could you, could you please come? Because if you don't, my child is gonna die. And so once once he pleads with Jesus, Jesus' compassion and mercy take over, but Jesus still has to put this man on the road to faith. And so he tells him. He says, go your way, your son will live, or your son's alive, or he's alive now, or he's going to continue to live. That word liveth means he's, he's, he's alive and he's going to stay alive. He will not die, but he will live. And so the man believed what Jesus said. And this is really all it takes for us to get supernatural results from God, is to believe the word. Believe what Jesus said, and so Jesus reprimands that whole group in Cana of Galilee because they were crowding around him, wanting to see something. And and when we we get like that, you know what? Everybody's like that to a degree. You know, we all have this um, star mentality, excitement, uh, spectacular desire, this hunger the spectacular so that our eyes can see something wonderful and and God has to correct that and put us back into faith again because without faith we won't please him and without faith we won't get what what we desire. So so this man really, when you think about it, he's he's expecting Jesus to walk with him, keep him company, hold his hand, console him, I mean, if you think about it, this is quite a quite a distance. Um, but he knows if he somehow he's got enough faith if he gets to Jesus it's going to be all right. And and sometimes that's where our faith starts. If if I can just get a little peace from God, if I can read a good scripture that's going to give me peace of mind, it's going to be all right. And many times that's where our faith starts is is that peace that it's you know, I I just quit where I just don't want to worry about this anymore. And so, and that's a good start. If you can get to the point where you're not worried anymore or your worry days have decreased, you know, we all have them. We, you know, fall back into the natural and, oh, when is this going to happen and I'm so tired of this and it looks like it's getting worse, you know, all that stuff. Um, those are sight temptations. We're tempted to get over into sight and get out of faith. Faith, Walking by faith takes a discipline, and really we can do it. If we couldn't do it, God wouldn't demand it. So, so whatever he's demanding is for our good, for our benefit. It's going to help us. It's going to get us what we need in this instance and get us so much more because faith is, is extremely valuable uh, uh it, it it does everything for us and it's worth it uh to to uh, struggle a little bit here and there to develop our faith so so uh, god always wants to take us deeper he always wants to develop our faith so that it's it's mountain moving faith it's not itty bitty faith anymore it's it's a faith that we can you know other people can find refuge in our words and, and you know, all of that. So there's a bigger picture all the time uh, as to what God is doing uh, when we set out to receive uh, our miracle from him. So, so this man really is, he goes from putting all the responsibility on Jesus, you know, if you can see that in the way that he's uh, acting. Uh, He says, come down with me where I am. My son's about to die. And this is like, oh, hurry up. This is an emergency. You know, he's at his wit's end. If you don't come, Jesus, my son's going to die. And Jesus tells him, you just go home. Believe me and go home. Your son's going to live. It's not my coming down there. It's your faith in, in what I'm telling you that's going to cause your son to live. And that's the way it is with us as well. It's our faith in God's word that will cause our healing to manifest, that will cause us to live, that will cause us to to prosper and everything else that we need. So it's, God knows that it's totally possible for us to believe without seeing. We do it all the time. We put our confidence in all kinds of things that we haven't seen yet. Um, because faith is a choice. You can choose to believe what you see in your body, or you can choose to believe God's word. that you are healed, you're healed right now. Um, Calvary healed everybody, past past, present, and future. Jesus died and paid the penalty for our sins so that we could live in health, divine health, uh, that we can prosper. Uh, we can have all the blessings of his covenant, um, that, and, and they're already given to us. We're not waiting on God to give us anything. It's already given. Even though we don't see it yet, it still belongs to us. So y- y- your faith is your receipt that you have it already, and you have it by faith. You don't have it by sight. Sight will, it will manifest at some point in the future, but you got to believe first, and then it will manifest. So we see that pretty clearly in this example. Uh, Jesus rebukes this man and everybody standing around there. Unless you see, you won't believe. So he says that's not the way to get it done. You're going to have to believe first before you see. So when Jesus tells this man to go. Your son's alive. It says, and the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken to him, and he went his way. When you believe God, you'll follow his instructions. When when you believe that you're healed, you'll say you're healed. When you believe that you're healed, you'll get up and do things that healed people do. You don't just sit and do nothing and wait. You know, some of the traditional ways of thinking about God moving, um, saying we're waiting on something, you're really not. You're, you're, it's manifesting all the time. It's, it's not like you're waiting. You, you should know that you're healed once you accept that by faith. And uh, to say you're waiting means that your life has stopped until you get what you want. You know, it's almost like a little tantrum when you think about it. Uh, faith without works is dead. You know, heal people, do certain things, they go about their work. Uh, you know, you even though you're limited sometimes in what you can do. I mean, if if whatever uh, um, uh, uh, symptoms you have have limited you physically, you may be limited, but you still do things. You know, you you have a job, you have uh, uh, family, you have responsibilities. And so, um, do those things that, that prove that your faith is there, you know, that, uh, we, we call it wenting. We got, we got that from, um, uh, Lillian Yeoman. Uh, she used to teach on, on, um, healing and also she taught at Amy Simple McPherson's church during the twenties and thirties. And, and, um, Uh, She had healing classes and healing schools, but she also had uh, healing uh, rooms in her home where she would take terminally ill. Tuberculosis was very uh, rampant back in that time. She would get TB patients in there and uh, put them on the word. And most of them came out healed within three days, uh, totally healed of everything. But she read the word to them. She had them to speak that word over them continually, nonstop. Uh, if, if you're about to die, you don't have a whole lot of time to put your Bible down and go do something else in the meantime. And so it was intense into the word, but that, that yoke would break in three days and those people would get totally free of, of, of those, uh, symptoms and, and disease. And so, um, but she would, she would always say people are healed as they, as they went. So if your your healing hasn't totally manifested yet, keep going about your daily routine and doing what you normally do. You're winting. You're winting. And your winting will we'll continue. You'll continue to wint and you'll find your symptoms will drop off. But if you sit and you get immobile and you wait, or you start looking at a lot of television and Uh, doing things to to take your mind off of your problem, so to speak. That's not the way to, uh, when, when you're in the Word and you're living by faith, you meditate day and night in that Word. If you're not reading the Word, you're thinking it, you're muttering it, you're speaking it to yourself. I believe that this man, when this man went home, he left, he departed, uh, from where Jesus was, it says in in verse fifty, the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken to him and went his way. He would have to have gone like Jesus told him to do. you can 't believe the word and stand still, mill around, go do something else. you have to follow the full instruction of God, and so Jesus told him, Go ahead, your son's alive, and the man went back to uh, started heading for home. So this is a challenge to us, to go about your normal routine and act like you're healed before you're healed. That's one thing. Uh, Do something that, that heal people do. Um, every day, increase what you do. Uh, don't decrease. Don't limit yourself. Look to do something different. That's faith. That's what faith does and And just speak to God about it, God, what do I add to my activities? What do I have add to my routine that will get me uh closer to my total manifestation to all my symptoms going away so so um, uh, um Jesus decided to put this man in faith instead of. At a lower level of faith. Now Jesus had gone home with many people and prayed for their loved ones. It's not like he he'd never done that before, but in this case, he did something different to help this man's faith. This is this is a higher level of believing God is to go your way at his on his word. It's nothing but Jesus' word. So he broke that man's dependence on having to see something. Feel something, taste something, whatever. He broke his his hold on the natural, his dependence on something natural, for him to believe that that he was better. You got to believe you're better because God's Word says you are better. Amen. And so um, he uh, Jesus had done this for other people, but he didn't do it in this case because he felt like he wanted this man to get broken from that that of, you got to come with me or this won't happen for me. Uh, we sometimes want to call the shots on how God's going to do what he's going to do. Um, the Bible says Abraham was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. So this man, uh, um, is kind of interesting when you think about it, it takes a day and a half for him to get back home. So even if Jesus had come back with him, it wasn't going to be an instant healing. Um, So I'm thinking to myself, why would he want him to come with him? And the only reason I could think of is this man just didn't want to believe that it can be done any other way. Uh, He was totally dependent on Jesus to do everything. And Jesus wants him to believe. He doesn't want. He doesn't want us to depend on him for everything. We're going to have to show him uh, our faith and uh, and and do it that way. So so this man walks a day and a half believing, and that's the extraordinary thing about faith. It says here um, in verse fifty one. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, your son's living. He's alive. And he asked them the time when he began to get better. And they said yesterday, the seventh hour. So this man has to walk a whole day expecting that his son is alive. And I believe this shows us the power of faith. I believe that the longer this man walked, the stronger his faith got. It would have to, or he would have stopped, or he would have, I don't know what he would have done, tried to go back and find Jesus and convince him to come with him. Um, Once you put your faith in God, it's amazing how strong that faith is immediately when you begin to believe. And this also points to the fact that you begin to get better, even though you don't see anything, immediately when you start to believe God's word. So as time goes on, you're actually more healed instead of less healed. And I know that works against what we usually think about time-wise. Sometimes we think, oh boy, I've been sick all these years or, you know, can't call yourself sick once you accept your healing. But, you know, that's what your mind will say. You know, it's been so long. And and somehow, length of time, we always translate it to mean it's better and it's worse and not better. But really, in reality, faith-wise, it's always better and not worse. The longer it goes on, it gets better. I mean, it's it's hard to flip your mind over and really think like that sometimes. But sometimes you'll have to tell yourself, I'm better today than I was yesterday. I don't care what it looks like. Oh, wow. This symptom, this seems to be a little more intense. I'm still better today than I was yesterday. Because it it's true. It says here... The people told him, your son got better immediately when you believed what Jesus told you. When Jesus told you your boy was alive and you believed it, that's when he got healed. That's when he started to get better. So really, you're better now for believing it. For as long as you've been believing it than you were when you first started out. You're much better now. And you get better and better every day. I believe that man uh got stronger in his faith for his son's health, every step that he took. You see God's mercy involved in here too, because uh, the Bible says that when we're when we're tested, if we God um Always gives us a way to escape, so that we can bear the pressure of the testing. And I believe the fact that those people started out to find him and to shorten his journey was God's mercy, letting him know, "You, you believe me. I'm not going to make you walk all the way home before you know your son's alive. I'm going to send a party out to to tell you the good news before you even get there." So really, Jesus is heart and mind is to shorten our waiting period and to shorten our suffering. It's not to prolong it. Um, this is very evident right here. I think that man was, was you know, maybe on the verge of letting his mind wander or whatever, but he's on his way home and he's, he's excited and he's wanting to stay in faith, but sometimes your faith will start to waver and you'll wonder and you'll worry. But this is the interesting part, too. I think this man was fully aware that Jesus wanted him to start to believe for his own miracles because he questions and says, he said, out of curiosity, when did he start to get better? Can you tell me exactly what time? And they said, yeah, yesterday. And he said, that's the exact same time that I believed. So the minute you believe God's word, your healing begins. It may not be all the way there, just like this man. It took him a while to get home before he could see what it is that that Jesus had done. But it got better the minute he believed, and and that's a truth that that I, when I when I preached this once before, I said you can take this to the bank, cash the check, and spend the money. You can believe 100% that the minute you start to believe God's word, you're getting better. Your healing started already. You're more healed now than you were six months ago, a year ago, whatever it is. The minute you start to believe God's word, your healing begins, It your body begins to mend. This little boy got 100% healed the minute his father believed God. So the minute you put your faith in God, you you get you start to to uh, heal. You start to amend. You start to get better. Your cells in your body start coming to life. Whatever level God is healing you on, it begins to manifest on that level. You may not see all the symptoms leave right away, but your your healing is working. It's working in you right now. So so. Don't ever get angry and give up and be disappointed. Once you start to believe God, don't put a time limit on it. Um, you've got to let time not be important at all. Just just believe it. It, it will manifest. It will happen. You will receive. Mark eleven twenty three says, the God kind of faith uh, believes it receives when it prays, amen, or when it says, and, and after that, it will come to pass. So it'll come to pass anytime after you, be, you believe. But you got to believe first. You can't try to see it first because you won't get it that way. And so if you will believe, just say, God, I believe, I'm healed. I believe by your stripes I'm healed. I believe that every time I listen to the word, I get another dose of healing. More medicine comes into my body. I believe your word, and all of those things are true. So we have to please God with our faith, and we forget that sometimes. You know, uh, people who who believe for prosperity get prosperous because they keep speaking the word and keep expecting to have more. It's the same thing with healing or anything else we need from God. Uh, if we will, will believe and not waver and not doubt and not, not get angry or frustrated and say it won't happen. Uh, I know we've all done it. You know, I've said it, and, and you know, in <clears throat> different things. But, you know, sometimes you think you're tired of waiting, but I think you're, you're tired of, of um, pressuring yourself about it. I think sometimes uh, human willpower gets involved. And not the things of the spirit. Because we always feel like we we should be further along than we are. We need to do something to make it happen. And when you find yourself doing that, uh, you have to just wait a minute now. This is faith. Faith is the unseen. I'm not going to be able to see it right now. But at some point, I will see it. And I'm just going to keep believing God until uh it manifests totally and and sometimes god will give you uh, uh give you little improvement um sometimes it'll come that way Sometimes it's just very dramatic it happens all at one time we never know how it's going to happen, and that we have to leave up to God as well we can't we can't call the shots all the time unless of course the Holy Spirit is telling you how it's going to happen it'll happen just that way, but uh, our fear can't Dictate how it's going to happen. Our impatience can't dictate how it's going to happen, and our doubts can't dictate how it's going to happen. We have to let our faith uh, speak for us. So
0: praise God.
1: So that's what I have for for us. If anybody wants prayer, if somebody has symptoms they they want God to to eliminate tonight, we can do that. Or uh, if anybody has a request that they want to to put forth, um, I'd be happy to pray for you.
0: Amen. Hey man, if you are uh, requesting prayer, just hit the number one on your phone and we'll see you and unmute you and you can um, get, your, uh, get your prayer requests through.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So it looks like everybody's okay.
1: I guess everybody believes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, (laughs) why don't I uh, pray as the Spirit leads and see what what God wants to do. And, um, you know, if uh, people are standing in faith for symptoms to go away, uh, just ask God to remove those in your heart. Just say, God, I'm receiving, uh, um, you know, whatever it is. If you want to feel strength, get a little more strength in certain parts of your body, that's good. If there's pain or or um, some kind of movement that's not um, um, normal or or uh, whatever it is that that you you would like to see it better. Let me put it that way. <laughs> the blood of so Jesus speaks. Love- be- Better things all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're all looking for improvement. I know I am. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we all have things that we're we're standing for and, and trusting God in, and so uh, we'll just put all those things before the Lord, and just we're just going to thank Him basically uh, for uh, total healing, total health, uh, the soft soundness, uh, peace in our body, lack of pain, uh, good night sleep. All of those things, whatever it is that we need, we'll put it before him. Well, Father, we thank you uh, that the door to, to your storehouse is always open. I thank you, Lord, that there are spare body parts in that storehouse. I thank you, Lord, that there are uh, new uh, cells that can be infused into our body, uh, that we, there are uh, organs that, that we need to have regenerated or replaced in our bodies if they've worn out. Uh, I speak especially to uh, heart, thyroid, uh, liver, kidney, all of those uh, organs, joints, and, and muscles and nerves. I speak to all of those. And I thank you, Lord, that. We claim our blessing from your storehouse right now. Every part that we need to have replaced, we want it now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you that we have received what we asked for and that we are blessed and we are whole and we are healed by your stripes, Jesus. We thank you for it. Amen and praise God. Amen. Amen. Amen again. Praise God.
0: Amen. 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 What an awesome word. Awesome teaching. I really enjoyed amen. it. Um, I don't know about everybody else, but I was blessed. I felt like I was just sitting in school in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. And you were just teaching me. Amen. And I thank and praise God for for you, woman of God, and that word. And it was it was awesome. It was awesome. And I thank amazing. you. Yeah. I I wanted to ask you, um, what is your cash app? We want to be a blessing um, to you.
1: Oh yeah, you know what? It's the dollar sign, Rev Barb, R E V B A R B. Okay. Short for Reverend and Barb.
0: Mm, right, all right. So you hear that, guys? Uh, let's be a blessing in her in her life. Uh, dollar sign, b a r b b a r b Yeah, B-A-R-B.
1: B-A-R-B. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I sure have enjoyed it. I enjoy sharing the word. And I'm more healed now than I was when we started an hour ago. That much I do know. Amen. amen.
0: (laughs) I am too. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Praise God. Well, we thank you again for um, taking time out your schedule. I know you have something else to do tonight. And um, so we just want to. Want to thank you and want to be a blessing in your life, so we will um, uh, bless you on your Cash App tonight. Um, And um, so, if anybody else want to, if this word has blessed you and you want to sow into her into her life uh, again, that's dollar sign R E V B A R B Rev Barb, and um, (laughs) you (laughs) can. You I can uh, okay, my wife is putting it in the um putting it in the group. So everybody can <laughs> Amen, Amen. So we can uh close out in prayer and um everybody have a wonderful evening. So Father in Jesus' name, we just thank you for what our ears have heard. We thank you for the word tonight. We pray that your word will be hidden in our hearts that we may not sin against thee, Lord. We pray that we will go back and reread and meditate and study that text. And we ask you right now, Lord, we thank you, Lord, because we are more healed. We are more healed than we were when we first started. And we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, because we believe that we will conquer MS or conquer sicknesses and disease with your word. And we love you. We honor you. We bless you. Now, Father, I lift up uh, the woman of God, and I pray that you would strengthen her. I pray that you would just continue to be a blessing in her life, bless her ministry. I pray, Father, that you would place a hedge of protection around her. And we decree and declare no weapon that is formed against her shall prosper. And we just thank you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I receive that
1: blessing. Thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome. Thank You're you. So
0: welcome. You're so welcome. So everybody, have a blessed.